Hello and welcome to this episode of the Corporate Escapist TV show and podcast. I am your host, Christina Ness. I am super excited because I have known this beautiful lady for such a while. We've got some mutual friends in common and she is a superstar. And I am excited, Hayley, to have you on the show and to talk about, we actually know what we're going to talk about. We just had a quick chat before and I think this is going to be an epic show. So I'm going to hand it over to you because I can get carried away and get you to introduce yourself. I love it. Okay. I'm also really crappy at introducing myself, but thank you. No, um, I'm obviously I'm Hayley. Uh, I've got a massive career. I've been in business for 25 years. Um, and I suppose everything that I've learned and everything that I've discovered in those 25 years of making the right decisions, the wrong, de- wrong decisions and everything in between, uh, we created Bink uh, about six years ago. And it was basically born from... Um, clients that we were working with asking us for all sorts of different things and because I'm such a high vibe high energy yes can do person um it started to actually take a toll on me and I was doing a lot of things um as you do people pleaser um for free uh which largely I do not regret um because it landed us being able to wrap it all up in an amazing agency so we specialize in branding communications strategy uh web design, graphic design, all of those things. So I know that sounds crazy, right? What do you specialize in? Everything. Um, But genuinely we do. We specialize in attention seeking. We are self-described professional attention seekers. And that's me in a nutshell. I love it. I love it so much. And you do events so well. So I've been to one of your Mm. events and they're amazing. So we're going to talk about something which I actually think is not talked about in the business world. So I share with you, I don't have a business plan. However, I have my values, my um, vision and my mission for my business. But so many people are going, well, you need to have a business plan. But I take aligned action because I like use my intuition you know, see what needs to come up because I talk to my clients too. What mm. is your thoughts on not so much the full in-depth planning as such um, and just sort of making that aligned action? Well, you know what? You just said it before. Like um, you need a business plan. That's a really big word. You know, there's lots of things that we need um, in our businesses. Uh, and let's be real, we need it all. But the capacity to be able to, um, receive it all, learn about it all, implement it all. It's just simply unachievable. Um, so I think, to be honest, um, you're right. It has to be, where are you at? You've got to be able to identify the most pushing need that you've got at the, at the in front of you and then adapt the strategies to make sure that you're getting what you need. We talked about this after. We were like, oh, you know, planning. I don't like planning. I'm not a big planner, but also I understand the need for structure and planning. It's got its place. But there's so much cool stuff that happens when you're kind of going down beaten tra- beaten tracks or you're kind of ripping yourself off if all you're doing is going plan, 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 and you're not actually kind of like you haven't got the confidence to kind of deviate to pull yourself back into alignment. Mm-hmm. Can you go on the other side of that and be so freaking distracted that you never get anywhere? Yeah. But as long as you've got yourself set up and you've got good scaffolding around you, good mentors, friends that are not going to bullshit you and yes man you uh, and be honest with you, um, that's what you need in life, you know. Because mm-hmm. everybody's needs can change from one minute to the next. You yeah. know, you can, you can have a plan. It's like giving birth to a baby, right? You go in with a birthing plan 
I know myself, my first son, I was like, you know what? I'm going to have a bath. I'm going to have all this music playing and I'm going to do this and that. And not none of it was utilised because I ended up 32 hours later, you know, my son ended up in, you know, um, special care. And for three days I didn't see my son. Yeah. And that's not right, wrong or indifferent. It's some things you simply can't plan for. Um, you've just got to have the confidence to be able to deal with whatever comes your way. Yeah, I love that so much. And I think also too, like when you're, I, I talk about this a lot because like if you're just starting out in business, you are also not only learning a whole new language, yeah. but you're also learning more about yourself because you are stepping into like a new identity as a business person. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, so you know about the craze with AI at the moment and everyone's like, oh, I can replace all these things. It's like, well, no, you actually, you, you can, but each piece of AI software you're going to have to understand. Mm. So while you're still doing the business and the mix and the stuff and the things, you've got to learn and understand that particular piece of software before you plug it into your business. And, hey, here's the clincher. You may have done all that work and understanding and study, and it may not be the right solution for you, despite all of the things that you learned about it before bringing it into your business. And mm. I think you can try that no matter what happens. So yeah. this is why most people fail in business because they think that it's just as simple as planning, ticking boxes. But if you don't have the mental fortitude and the resilience, you just won't survive. It's that oh. simple. So how, how good. Yeah. I was on a recent um, podcast with Gerald Pauschman and I talk a lot about having the right amount of childhood trauma. <laughs> He's like, what is the right amount? I'm like, well, you know, if you're kind of wrapped up in bubble wrap and you've got this perfect life and everything's laid out for you, I think you it's pretty obvious how you're going to handle life, right, And things when things get thrown at you. So, you know, the, the, the toughness people try and avoid all the time, I usually throw my hands in the air and I'm like, yeah, come at me. I love it. Mm. I love it. I treat it as a, as a ride, you know. Yes. I'm not yes. afraid of it. Yeah, like Jay said, he says it best because if you're like this in life, you're flatlining, whereas yeah. life is like about the heartbeat going up and down, but it's also yeah. enjoying the highs but also learning how to enjoy the lows yes. because so many times like we get scared about doing something because we're scared of failure. Yeah. Whereas I now turn that, I'm like going, okay, well, what's the lesson I can learn from this? Mm. It's, it's not a failure because I would never have tried something. Well, and I would never have put myself out there. This is it. Most people don't try, Christine. Yeah. You know, I get asked all the time, again, speaking at an event on Friday, you know, how do I go viral? Well, are you even picking up the phone and, and creating content? No, I haven't yet. I'm just trying to work out. I'm like, if you don't have the confidence to pick up the phone and stuff it up, you, it's not going to happen for you. You have to let people in. You know, people aren't, they don't want to see these good kind of worked out polished scenarios. It's so disingenuous. You know, mm. you've got to be willing to try. And as easy as that sounds, people call you, oh, well, I do try. Yeah, but you probably don't. You're not pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone and throwing yourself in the deep end. And oh, I'll, yeah. I, I know I did a post the other day and it, it, it was amazing how many people commented on it because I said, who would have thought that a, well, I'm now over 45, you know, I'm also plus size. 
you know, I'm a grandma, like, and all these things. And you're just sitting there going, who would have thought that, A, I would be on a cover of a magazine, I would have a TV show and a podcast, and there's things that I can't pronounce. So, you, you know, like, stop trying to fit yourself into a mould because if you're not you, nobody's going to relate to you. And you know what? And people are so, like, head up on, like, oh, they won't like me. Yeah. Who are they? What do you mean they won't? But, you know, for every for every person that doesn't like you, you're going to find three that do. Yes. That resonate with you. So you've got to be able to let go of that fear of kind of like, you know, needing to be liked. And yeah. I look, I talk again about it a lot with like people pleasing. To get people to like you and to um, get attention, you do have to people please. I don't care. There's so much stuff where people are like, stop being a people pleaser. No, you actually need to start being a people pleaser, but you start by pleasing yourself and then you'll start to please people unconsciously not being a people pleaser because you're actively looking to get attention from them from the wrong people mm. the minute you start to please yourself you will then find people that you are pleasing and that's when it's okay to become a bloody people pleaser mm. it's such uh, a negative word man like I, that's why we call ourselves professional attention seekers you know yeah. people go you're an attention seeker sure you view that as negative for me, I think it's incredibly important to seek attention. It's what you do with it. Yeah, and I, I have this conversation so many p- times with people because they're like going, oh, well, I've just started my business. I'm like, oh, well, why did you start your business? Why are you not sharing why? Because yeah. that is the gold. Like there are so many you know, coaches, there are so many podcasts, there are so many like everything out there. But mm. the thing that sets it apart is you and your yeah. why. Yeah. And taking people on the freaking journey and yeah. showing them, look, yeah. we don't always get it right. I literally was in a bloody school this morning and, you know, you've got all these beautiful institutions that are set up to provide structure and um, scaffolding for young minds and it's kind of like, you know, when that when that structure drops the ball, they struggled really hard admitting that they dropped the ball. I'm like, that's a really vulnerable position to be in. And that's the other end of the scale, right? So super structured. Mm. And when things go wrong, it's, it's almost like, how did this happen? It's like, well, you forgot that you were a human. Mm. You know, and it's okay to own it and let people in and, you know, oh, yeah, um, I did actually. Um, I was late. And that's what caused this series of events to happen. But you know what? Here's the solution. Rather than back up and kind of, you know, let people yeah. in. Let people in on the journey. Let them see you stuff it up. Yeah. Um, you can reach people, inspire people, and you can change people's lives like that. Because somebody, for every person, like people I still get, I can't get it because the people go, oh, my God, you're, like, so good at what you do. I'm like, am I? I don't know. I didn't finish school. I got used to have massive imposter syndrome. I still struggle with it every single day. But mm-hmm. I'm like, do I even deserve to be here? How did I manage to make this happen? How mm-hmm. do you? manage to do this i'm like it's a vibrational thing but yes. the one thing i've learned is to let go of having to be something i'm not and fully fall into who i actually am and be okay with the fact that i'm not gonna reach everybody i'm just mm, not exactly and i think also too the biggest thing is like when you really do know who you are then you really have this, 
it's like owning your power again. So you can set healthy boundaries. You can attract the right people. You sort of know where you're heading. And if people want to come along for the ride, you're comfortable with them to do that. But you're also able to not allow them to derail you because I think that's what happens a lot with people in business is that they allow everybody others. And this even happened to me. I had somebody in a mastermind session telling me I didn't have a valid business. That took me months to get over because it derailed me. Yeah. But you know what? How good is confidence? Mm. No, but how good is maturity and confidence? Because people say, you're so confident. It's okay for you. I'm like, are you kidding? I go home and I'm exhausted. Like I have to actively try to be confident. People just think, but you're so confident. I'm not a confident person. I'm an introvert. Well, then actively try, even if you've got to put the mask on, even if you actually have to mask up, and perform as a character, that's what you have to do, right? But then here comes clinching, right? So what about authenticity? What about authenticity? That is being authentic. Mm. You have to fix up and look sharp when you need to. You're going to have to do things that are going to make you feel uncomfortable and sometimes feel a little bit incongruent. You know, you've got these rise of these kind of like full alignment and all that kind of stuff, which is what we started this conversation at. I actually believe that full alignment is achieved when you're fully honest with yourself and full alignment is never truly achievable. You'll be here, but then there's here and here. As long as you don't stay over here too much and you snap to the centre, that's okay. I love that. I love that because I I have a thing that I say to my clients that like every second you are changing, changing as a human being because every moment, every conversation, every experience changes you. Yeah. So you might see this is where your endpoint is, but one conversation can actually change that differently mm. because you're learning and growing so much. Yeah. And I think business owners get so stuck in, like you said, that tunnel vision yeah. that they're not allowing any of thing to sort of come in to help improve or even help sort of change their mind because of a different experience. Have you have you heard of the book um, The Go Giver? No. Yeah, I haven't fully read it. I was actually gifted uh, by a, a, one of my colleagues, incredible, incredibly smart man. Um, he's actually a business partner as well, but he's like, you've got to read this book. And I'm like, I naturally do this. You know, the art of giving and, and allowing, um, doing things without expectation, even though I've got big ideas around that. I actually don't think anybody ever gives self selflessly, if that makes sense, impossible. Mm-hmm. You can't give something and go, well, I don't receive anything, even with the philanthropic stuff that I do, right? I don't receive any money for what I do. I don't take any money. I don't put any bills in and uh, with all the um, fundraising stuff that we do. But I receive attention or mm. accolades or, you know, opinions. You're always receiving. Um but yeah, I don't even know where I was going with that. But the Go Give a Book, it basically uh, sits on the foundation of actually getting people to understand the art of giving and what that looks like in order to be able to receive. And I know that that was completely not answering the question and I went off on a tangent. No, that's, that's okay. That's my ADHD. Yeah. Because <laughs> Gary Vee wrote, wrote a book and I think it's called The People Pleaser or something like that around yeah. that. And it's very similar to it. It's like you've got to give. And so yeah. many business owners think that they've got to 
you know, really hold on to like their material so super tight. And a friend of mine went and saw Gabby Bernstein live, I think it was in Melbourne. And she even, like she said, look, this is really interesting. I wish I went because one of the comments she made and I'm taking this from, you know, third party is that it's not her own material. She's just resharing it in her own way. Yes. All of us are. Yeah. You know, I'm sitting here in this conversation. I'm like, you know, there's so many different points of reference. Um, it's okay. It's okay to borrow. Some people are a bit more direct in their kind of literature. They'll say, there's actually, there is literally a book on my shelf. It's called Steal These Ideas. Yeah. So those types of people get it, right? They're like, yeah, everybody steals, borrows, repurposes, fixes up looks sharp I mean without plagiarizing that's just not on but everybody does it and it's okay we have to share we're an ecosystem there are no new ideas Mm. you know people become really selfish and little toxic little kind of like environments get created of ownership and it just it's never good invite people in build a campfire and get everybody around yeah I always say, like, I had um, a couple of coaches, it's nearly word for word my posts and, you know, a few other ideas and stuff like that. But I'm, like, going, well, I obviously, it's like a validation. Like, I must be on the right pathway if they're needing to reuse it. Like, thank you so much. Like, it's not a, you know, you could see it as a, oh, my God, how dare they, you know, that's mine, all that sort of stuff. But in a way, if you flip the script, like, you can turn it into, like, I'm being validated. Like, hey, what I'm saying is actually true. Thank it's you so much. People. It's reaching yeah. people, yeah. And that's when you have to get right with your intention, right? Yeah. So are you doing this to actually genuinely solve a problem and inspire people and help people and mm. et cetera, like in business? Or are you just doing it because you want everybody, it, it becomes about them and it becomes about ego. You know what? There's so many people in business that are like that though. So yeah. many. Yeah. You know, and they'll hit a ceiling. Yeah. And they'll isolate people and kind of, you know, they'll only go so far. Um, I th- I'm a big, big fan of relationships, networks, everything. I'm only able to achieve what I achieve, especially in that philanthropic space. Um, and I'm hyper, like I'm very cautious not to abuse or overuse my luxury of 25 years of networking. I'm very cautious with how I use that. And I'm really mm-hmm. respectful with it because network yeah. relationships are everything. Mm. Everything everything you know paperwork's important you know got to have your structure your strategy all that stuff but being a real person and being vulnerable and customer good old quality good old-fashioned customer service Mm. you know say what you're gonna do (laughs) hey like do what you're gonna say and like all that sort of stuff like with it and like follow through i think so many people like forget that you know there is social media and that's your front and all that sort of stuff but having Mm. real conversations and building that and I always say that I don't want to be a transactional business it's not about the transactions it's about the relationships that I'm building because I want them to be lifelong just before we jumped on this call with you we just did a brand presentation a woman um incredible lady she was looking to rebrand her business. She's been in real estate for a long time and she approached us and she's very stressed. She's got a whole bunch of other things that were going on in the background. She'd been messed over and messed around, sorry, and ripped off by people. And we just vibed straight away. She was sharing this stuff with me and I think she was in the car and she dropped an F-bomb and I just went, 
I can help you. I know where you're at. And I didn't, I didn't need to say that. Not I can, from a cheesy sales perspective, I can help you. I know where you're at. It's just meeting people on that vibration because I actually have been where she is. I know exactly where she's at. 25 years down. There's not much I haven't experienced in business, right? So there are places where I can just go, I get it. Yeah. I understand it. And literally, we just presented her brand and she was so nervous. She's like, oh, oh my God, you know, just from past experience, not with us, but other people. I was just thinking that we'd have to go backwards and forwards, but we nailed it. She's like, you, you freaking nailed it. So, yeah. You know, and yes, the money, the stuff and the things, but in that moment, I get so much from going, I just made you relaxed. I solved, genuinely solved a huge problem for her, you know? And that, you can't, I mean, that's gold, man. And that was from rapport. That was relationship. And at the end of the conversation, she said, you know what, the minute I met you guys, she said, I knew she'd been absolutely inundated with quotes and other people trying to get her job. And she said, I knew that I wanted to work with you. She goes, I just get, we just get each other. Yeah. Right. But that may not be the situation. How do you replicate that with everybody else? You don't. You've got to actually speak to the client, you know? Mm, be real with them. Oh, exactly. Exactly. Like, and I say to my clients, like, if you can't handle a few F bombs, like, don't work with me. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I said, because that's just how it works sometimes, you know, um, you know, and I'm quite a spiritual person. Like I might do a meditation on something and, you know, see what happens. And if you don't like that woo-woo stuff, well, then we're not going to work, you know. It's not going to work. So, you know, like, the, it, and it's also too, like, because I remember when I first started out, I would just say yes to every single client. Yeah, right. Were, like going, oh my God, I just need this client, you know, and all this. Uh. Now it's like building that relation to actually see whether or not a I can work with the client, but also can the client work with me? Yeah, how, what a great feeling. You are in that beautiful position that everybody wants to be, right? You, We're in that position mm-hmm. too. We get to choose who we work with. Yeah. Um, and it's really important because it can be so toxic. We've all had them, right? Yeah. Those clients where they rob you of your talent, your skills, your money, and, and your energy, the most yeah. important thing. You know, yeah. so it doesn't matter. There's no much talking about it before with Ellie I was like oh, as a client I was like I might just outprice him because I don't want to work with him mm. and then I caught myself and I said it and I went no I need to be honest yeah and just say that um I actually don't think I can give you what you need yeah no amount of money is worth that burden with that type of energy and it is because people go what, do, what difference does it make you go through the same strategy the same structure you're going to give in the service I'm like yeah but energetically there's a massive draw and it's my job to make sure that I can go, is this person allowed in our inner circle, in our inner yeah. sanctum? And is it going to disrupt? How badly is it going to disrupt what we're doing and mm. what's the trade-off? Yeah. Because we spend more time with each other in this office than we do with our own families. Yeah. So yeah. I don't ever want to be the reason why my staff are stressed out because I made a because I chased the money yes and it's not about the money it is absolutely because I actually am a massive firm believer that the only currency that matters is energy oh absolutely absolutely and it's taken me a long time like I mean this is only my fourth year in business 
but it's really this year have I learned that my energy is so important, not only how I can give it to clients, yeah. but also how I can give it to myself. Yeah. Yeah. Because the business okay. doesn't work if you're not right, if your energy is not right. Yeah. Uh, do you have it? You still have it where you have your off days and you're like, yeah. you know, so you've got to do everything you possibly can to protect that. Yeah. And letting clients in just because, you know, they're prepared to pay or even if I, because the thing is, I'm like, if I outprice them and say, look, you know, we're going to, it's going to cost you X amount instead of X amount, A, ethically for me, although you can still reconcile it and say, look, for it's almost like paying money. Um, is it worth it? Mm. Not just about money. We, we are so passionate about what we do. We are world-class, literally world-class. We develop world-class strategy and world-class brands and, it is more than money for us and it's more than just pretty pictures. Yeah, I love it. What would be your one tip for somebody who is thinking of starting a business that for them to like consider whether it's personally or, you know, about the business? Um, can you rephrase that for me? So like the one tip for like, if they're wanting to start. Yeah, if they're wanting to start the business, like what's the one key tip that they need to consider when starting the business? Well, what problem, I mean, it's not rocket science, is it? What problem are you solving? Yeah. You know, um, is it viable for a start? Um, and do you not only have the capital, it's not just one tip, it's impossible to give one tip. Um, do you have the capital, financial capital and the energetic capital to be able to um, get it off the ground? Yeah. Also, develop and, and lean into your um ability to be able to jump when you're not ready yes yeah you just gotta you just gotta jump and get it done yeah you know oh, I'm about all, all of these con- I'm gonna create this content and you know like I've got everything ready I'm like just freaking do it man pick up your phone pick up your phone do a selfie give it a crap mm, yeah does it work no do it again and then does that work? No, didn't work. Do it again and again and again and again until you get it right. Yeah, absolutely. It's really hard to give one bloody tip. I know. It on, it dep- yeah, it depends on what they're, they're trying to achieve. Um, but always start, are you solving a genuine problem? Yeah, definitely. How important would you say having the right sort of tribe around you, like your friends and family that are truly supportive? It's everything. Otherwise, I'd just be this crazy lone nut floating around in a bloody office having all these ideas. Um, I'm nothing without my team, and that's true. You know, I, I I liken it to the Tesla ball. I'm that big ball of energy, and people go like a big flame, right? Yeah. And I think of other people as butterflies and moths are like, oh, what is this? And sometimes it's like they either get burnt or they figure out how to dance around me and stay warm. Yeah. But it's not just on them. It's on me. And that's probably one of the biggest things that I've learned um, over the years, that I have a very big, powerful skill, and that is my energy. And it's the best and worst thing about me. Yeah. Um, but it's everything. I am literally nothing without my husband, without my parents, without my um, staff, 
my network, yourself. None of it happens on my own. None yeah. of it. Yeah. And it's, you know, these big, beautiful PR stories. One woman does this. It's crazy. No, one woman didn't. No. That's not true. Um, it takes a community to raise a child. Yeah, 100%. Well, I, like, honestly, I do think you're truly amazing. I love what you're doing. I am super excited for what, anything you're bringing out. Um, how can people work with you? Oh, well, it depends on what you're after. Um, they're able to go to, go check out our website. So www.beinc.com.au. Um, you can go and follow me on Facebook. Um, we're on LinkedIn, all sorts of different places and spaces. Um, I go speaking at different events, all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. Or just Amazing. just message me on Facebook or wherever and come and I'm happy to have a chat with anybody. Yeah. Amazing. Before we go, I've got five random questions to ask you. Oh, I love it. Do you prefer a book or a movie? A book. Would you prefer the beach or the country? The beach. Would you prefer to travel by plane or by boat? Plane. Yeah. Yeah, get there quicker. Uh, <laughs> and also the, the yeah. <laughs> Are you a tea or coffee person in the morning? Tea. Tea. Ooh. And who would be one person either from the past or from the present that you would love to sit down and have a chat with? I'd love to be able to, I'd really love to, be, oh, I'm getting all emotional. I would really love to be able to speak with my dad's mum. Oh. I'd really love to be able to sit down. Just my dad had such beautiful, fond memories as a child. And unfortunately, she died when we were young. And I would love to be able to have the opportunity to sit and learn more about her, um, her life and everything else. I think that's, uh, that's who I'd like to talk to. Oh, that's so beautiful. Well, thank you. Beautiful. You are truly amazing and a true inspiration. Thank you so much. And um, we're going to drop all the links how you can reach out to Hayley below. If you loved this episode, make sure you hit the like and subscribe button. Any comments, put them down below as well. And remember to follow your passion every single day. Love and light to you all.